You are listening to the Give Me Five Podcast, episode 176, Side A. This is the Give Me Five podcast, a semi-entertaining show about some very entertaining things. This is a side A episode, which means we're going to talk about pop culture, entertainment news, movies, music, books, Florida, kind of whatever caught our eye this week. I'm the leprechaun. (laughs) I'm joined by my fairy tale cousin, the chloricon. What is that? That is the leprechaun's drunken cousin. Hell yeah. And that is a real thing, by the way. <laughs> the Clericon is the drunken, surly cousin of the Leprechaun. I did not. I was unaware that today was actually St. Patrick's Day. It is, in fact, St. Patrick's Day. I was also unaware that it was March. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Well. I am, in fact, wearing green, though, which was a mistake. I was... Like, I should wear something I haven't worn in a while. Because I actually had to leave the house, and I ended up wearing green. Rob, are you wearing green? My underwear. Eh, I'll pinch you there, then. Yes, please. Beep. <laughs> okay. This week, uh, we're yes, going to talk about Rob's the underwear. world. the world's a little blurry. The new sci-fi show, Resident Alien, which I am enjoying the shit out of, by the way. I figured... And a new movie starring Bruce Willis and Frank Grillo, Cosmic Sin. So the world's a little blurry is, this is not something we normally talk about on this show. But I wanted to change things up. That is a Billie Eilish documentary. And uh, neither Rob nor myself are remotely close to uh, the uh, what are we, the demographic that likes Billie Eilish, or should like Billie Eilish. But I was intrigued by the documentary, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And... Uh, you know, there's not really much to spoil. Uh, you know, maybe, yeah, I don't really think there is. So there might be some spoilers as we talk. Um, Your mom's you know, if you're If you're really, um, she might be. I mean, if you're really concerned over who won the Grammys in 2020, that might be spoiled. Uh, Resident Alien, he's an alien, like an actual alien. Uh, yeah, like a real that, life alien. Yeah, like. From outer space. With like brains on the outside of his head and stuff. Uh, but either way, we might spoil stuff as we go. We'll try not to spoil anything huge that would ruin your enjoyment of something. But if it happens, don't come after us like you guys did last week and took out Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy is no longer with us for this week. Yeah, he was he was kidnapped by some anti-spoiler people. And we're still trying to figure out what they want. He he might be back for the Leprechaun episode for St. Patty's Day. So we're hoping he will return for that. Yes. Kidding, of course. Jimmy actually did send in a voicemail from his vacation. He is on an island right now. And I'll let him greet you guys himself. What's up, nerds? Hope you guys are having a good recording and a very happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm out here with Kerwin the one and only Kerwindigo, 
on a deserted island in the middle of the Mosquito Lagoon, surrounded by streetlights. Anyway, I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. So that was from Jimmy. Uh, he is apparently safe on an island surrounded by mosquitoes and with the Kerwindigo. Yeah, hopefully it's not a full moon because on the full moon, the Kerwindigo will strike. So hopefully you're safe. And we will hear you again soon. Good to hear your voice. So uh, let's talk about news other than the fact that Jimmy was kidnapped by anti-spoiler uh, protesters. Yes, yes. Well, let's let's get the sad one out of the way. Um, there was news this week that actor Yafet Kato has passed away. He was 81, I think. Was it 81? Uh, he was 81, correct. He was 81, star of things um, things like Alien. Uh, he was a James Bond villain. Uh, and his cop show, oh God, what was Homicide. it? Homicide. Homicide, Life on the Streets. Yep. yep. Uh, excellent actor. And he has passed away at the age of 81. The quote that his wife put on Facebook was really, really sweet. Oh, really? I like. I it just. It was an interesting thing because he tended to play villains, um, you know, and also I believe that they lived in the Philippines, so I'm saddened and still shocked. Play vill- because the, the the only the only two that I really knew about him though was from Aliens and Homicide, Life on the Streets. He played a detective in that, and he played um, he played one of the Space Marines in Aliens. Yeah, and well, Living That Die, he played the villain. Um, right. I think he he was also. He played two villains in Live and Let Die. At the, in the same movie, he play, played someone in their alter ego. Oh, um, he was also in Running Man. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Othello. Uh, yeah, a bunch of stuff. But anyway, his, his wife said, I'm saddened and still shocked in the pass- of the passing of my husband, Yafet, of 24 years. He died last night around 10.30 p.m. Philippine time, she wrote. You played a villain in some of your movies, but for me, you were a real hero, and to a lot of people also, a good man, a good father, a good husband, and a decent human being, very, very, very rare to find. One of the best actors in Hollywood, a legend. Rest in peace, honey. I'm going to miss you every day. I thought that was really sweet. Oh, Yeah. A very... Yeah, I got to watch. I, I tend to, every so often, watch all of the Alien movies straight through, even the bad ones. Ooh. Yeah, I could probably stop at one after, you know, two, but... yeah. After I don't because I because I, I hate myself. Apparently, yeah. Speaking of hating yourself, I think Disney was listening to our recent podcast. That is true. So today I saw, or yeah, I think it was today. Saw some some news. Uh, there's going to be some Star Wars rarities released on Disney Plus, and people have been asking for these for some reason. Uh, well, one of them is good, but. They they've been asking for some of the like other Disney re- other Star Wars releases from the early eighties. Uh, those, of course, being the Ewok uh, adventure sh- movies, <laughs> Caravan <laughs> of Courage, which Rob picked. Was it Rob or Jimmy? It you was me. The, the, we Rob covered picked. it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so you know we watched, I believe, on YouTube. But if we, now we can watch it um, on Disney Plus and get high quality version of the most annoying children in the universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, fear not. The other one is coming. 
We will be watching the other one. And this will be the last episode of the Give Me Five podcast. Now, there's, they're also putting uh, Ewoks Battle for Endor on there. But the good news yep. is um, they're going to put uh, two seasons of the Ewoks series, which was kind of cute. I remember that. I, I remember that more for the serial than the actual show. Uh, and uh, I'm going to misspell this or mispronounce this name. Gendy Tartofsky, Tart Tartakovsky. The guy that sure. did uh, Samurai Jack. Why not? The the animator that did Samurai Jack. He, uh, of course, did the Star Wars Clone Wars short uh, shorts. Uh, pro- I think they were around the time of... I own those shorts. You have those shorts? Do you have the Clone Wars shorts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they came out around the time of Revenge of the Sith, maybe? In my closet. Uh, <laughs> no, not those kind of <laughs> shorts. Not those shorts. <laughs> Uh, either way, those are going to come out too. Uh, they're also going to release part of the oft maligned uh, Christmas special, the holiday special, but not the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Just the story of a faithful Ewok, which was actually the first appearance of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Now, as you remember, uh, when Disney took over Star Wars, they immediately set to work on the first three movies or the, the three pre- uh, sequels, I guess you want to call them. And the resistance series. Yes. And then they went through and they're like, okay, everything that wasn't a movie or a currently uh, in production animated series like rebels or clone uh, clone wars is gone. They wiped the slate clean. So all the novels, everything like that. And then they're slowly pulling pieces of that back in, but they're all picking of this, and choosing what they want. Yep. Like Thrawn back in. Good. Good news. Yes. Um, Thrawn's a great character too. Yeah. But, um, you know, Ewok series, not so true. Not not part of it. Um, so they are releasing these so we can actually see them. But they are probably, and this is an assumption um, that I've seen, it's probably going to be under a Star Wars Legends banner because that's what they did with the Marvel stuff that wasn't the Marvel Universe proper. So like uh, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four and the X-Men stuff and Wolverine and all that. They did like Marvel Legacy. Um, so Star Wars might be like Legends or Legacy or something along mm-hmm. those lines. So it's not confusing. Which yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah, there's. I like that. I always like that idea. You know, you when you get so much con- continuity, it's really hard to tell stories when you're like, well, you know, we have a bunch of nerds being like, well, actually, Boba Fett couldn't have been here at this time because he was doing this at this time. Like, eat my balls. I want to hear a good story. So. <laughs> so, speaking of streaming and nerds, wait, can I do one more thing? Go, this, well, is actually, right. this is a tie into Star Wars. All right. uh, also, if you guys are a fan of that original uh, Clone Wars shorts, not Rob shorts, no one's a fan of Rob shorts. Uh, if you are a fan of that, there was a character. So is your mom. <laughs> wow. I don't even know. My mom is not a fan <laughs> of your shorts either. Uh, anyway, there's a character that was introduced called Dirge. Do you remember Dirge? I remember Dirge. I do not, actually. Dirge I think was, I read a little bit about I, – I saw something about him today, but I don't remember mm-hmm. the character. Dirge uh, was a bounty hunter. Uh, he looked, I guess, kind of similar to a General Grievous, but a little different. Uh, he had he was had like a suit of armor, and he had like all the sorts of weird tendrils and stuff like that. And um, he also had a bunch of droids that would follow him on swoop bikes with lances. And he's been gone for a while, of course, but now he is actually coming back in the Dr. Afra comic. There's going to be a, a story or a, a crossover called War of the Bounty Hunters, 
mm-hmm. which takes place around the time that ha- that Boba Fett was flying around with a frozen Han Solo sickle in his uh, jet. And so someone steals Han Solo for some frozen escapades. And... <laughs> a weekend at Bernie's him. <laughs> <laughs> Take him to various locations, like the, the most Wars, icy canteen, and like pose with him at the. <laughs> four four credits for a picture with Solo. <laughs> nice. Take him, take him to the sand dunes, and put like a little sun hat on him, and take a picture. The, the sabak tables. Wow, we're nerds. <laughs> anyway, they're oh my he, god, uh, they're doing this series, and he's going to come back and uh, do some stuff, and that is the comic book Dr. Afro 11, but that means if he's in a comic, that's current continuity, so so Dirge is uh, surviving the purge, as it were. Hey. Now you can do your thing. Now you can speak to your nerd people. So, speaking of streaming and nerds, so, when I'm watching Netflix, and I'm looking for recommendations... And I want to lurk by genre. Have you ever been able to look by genre other than tabbing through the things that are already there? The because you watched this, you might like this kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, you scroll down. And mine's been completely fucked up recently because of someone that made me watch Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I know. Nothing but I shitty, know. Like, but but like, like if, you're fantasy. For, if you're in the mood for something particular, say, you know, real crime documentaries. Nice. Did you know? that there is a way that you can search directly for that category and it will give you a list of all of the items that fit into that category in Netflix? I did not until you told me this afternoon. So... And that conversation didn't happen. There was a, a user who posted on Twitter, I think? TikTok. TikTok user. Who posted on on their TikTok, that if you enter the code 9875 in the search engine, it will bring up every single crime documentary that Netflix has. However, it also randomly murders someone you do not know. Someone like just the box. somewhere else in the world, they'll just die. But that's okay. Yeah. Because that means in a few years, after a bunch of people do this, we're going to have another documentary to watch. There you go. There you go. But for all of you interested, there are also numbers for many other categories. Action adventure, let's say. If you enter 1365, you're going to get every action adventure listed on Netflix. Action comedies. Hell, put in 43040. Say you want to watch some African movies? Why not? 3761. Look at me. I am the captain now. I am captain now. They've even got it broken down into like anime action, anime comedies, anime drama, anime fantasy. There's same movies, right? They've got Australian movies, B-horror movies, B-horror movies. That's right up our alley, and that's 8195. If you're looking for some good B-horror movies on Netflix, 8195. But they've also got all the sports broken out, baseball, basketball, um, football movies, Belgian movies, biographical documentaries, biographical dramas. I mean, holy shit. 
And there's oh, a whole list remember that remember things. that week where we were number like twenty five in Belgium. <laughs> I know that was awesome. Yeah. I don't know what we're listed now, but they've got cult sci fi fantasy movies four seven three four. You mentioned I mean, Satan. Got... You mentioned Satan movies. I did. I did. That is, and I feel like they Sa- missed out on an opportunity. Satanic stories is six nine nine eight. Yeah, you, you really think they would have done a six 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 somewhere in there? Oh, that would have been out. funny. Yeah, that would have that would have been better. But Sci-fi cool. so fantasy. do you think we should? Can you send me this list and I will put it on our on our Instagram and our Facebook? It's or it's from themirror.co.uk. Okay, I will. Uh, here, I will. That. I will post it in our. Uh... Cool, and I will put that up for you guys that are driving right now and aren't able to write this down or don't have the ability to memorize crazy amounts of numbers. There you go. So you can thank us when you're like, "Man, I really want to watch movies about psychotic movies. llamas," and you can type in like four nine eight seven two, and it's all movies about llamas. That's made up, but you get the point. They've got a category for zombie horror movies. World yeah. music concerts, by the way. Ooh. Werewolf horror movies. Vampire horror That's movies. where Jimmy actually is. He found the werewolf movies and he's just watching them all. Oh, is that what it is? That's awesome. Yeah. TV sci-fi, TV horror, TV drama. They've got a shitload of categories here. With just, I mean, God, I ne- I'm going to get lost in Netflix for a little bit. <laughs> I'm going nice. to Netflix and chill with myself. Yeah. <laughs> you do that. So let's talk about why don't you talk about that movie you watched? I could. But I mean uh, WTF. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. How did I forget that? I'm I'm not looking at the actual script. My bad. We pull his car into the gas pump. <laughs> and a couple of people called 911. And when the cop got there, the guy obviously needed some help. He seemed intoxicated. And, you know, basically telling the officer to help him call AAA because his car wouldn't start, you know, regardless of the fact that there were no keys in the car. And when the cop asked for his license, he pulls out a bag of dank gummies. What are dank gummies? Now, I'm for those old. who aren't familiar with what dank gummies are, I'm dank pot gummies, gummies right? are THC-infused gummies. And the deputy saw it and asked if he had just pulled out THC gummies. And he said it was normal. And he told the deputy, no, it was normal candy. And he was asked to hand over the bag. And then when he handed over the bag, the deputy saw that it was labeled as containing 500 milligrams of THC. Which meant that he contained more than 500 milligrams of THC. And that's not all. (laughs) I just saw the picture of him. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, man. (laughs) He looks like a character from a Cheech and Chong movie. He apparently also had a package of medicated nerds ropes. That contained 400 milligrams of THC per rope. He claimed that his girlfriend had a marijuana card due to a cancer diagnosis. And when he was taken into custody, that's not all. 
because they also found a baggie of cocaine on his person. He did not take the cocaine, I can tell you, just by looking at how narrow his eyes are in his picture. Oh, my God. So he's facing charges of possession of cocaine and possession of a controlled substance, which is the THC. So even with a card, I'm pretty sure cocaine is still illegal. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. And in his mugshot, I swear to God, he looks happy as shit. (laughs) He looks happy as shit in his mugshot. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird considering cocaine actually started off legal. And like like something that would get like, I I love looking at vintage ads and it'll be like, does your kid have a have a toothache? Here, try cocaine. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. Good work. Yeah, his dude. mugshot, he looks happy as shit. Yeah. He's like, hey! Yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> Can we stop at Taco Bell, man? <laughs> <laughs> I could so, never, like... Mr. Demisio Lopez, you are this week's Welcome to Florida. Yeah, not that I'm patting myself on the back. I've never done pot, but I know that it makes you, like, want to eat everything. And if it was in candy i already have like i have to pour out some m&ms into a bowl or else i'm gonna eat the whole bag kind of thing mm-hmm. like you know so if i had especially nerd ropes man i love those things i've never had nerd ropes oh, they're are they good. are they like little bitty nerd candies that are all glued together they're um kind of like a bunch of nerds glued to like a a, a twizzler but it's more of a, a fruity twizzler it's not licorice it's more of a, okay. like so a fruit like, rope kind of thing. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, then they're they're pretty good. I mean, not nearly as good as the um, the the sweet tarts ropes, of which I bought a case of from Amazon. And then I had to, <laughs> because I didn't, gotta get your sweet tarts. Yeah, I literally have a case of them in my my laundry room, just out of reach, so that I'm not eating them all the time. But they're good. So good work, guy. Both of you. So I think now we're going to talk about that movie. Oh, now, see, man, I'm, I got to keep this open. Now we're going to talk about our Patreon and our beloved pa- and our beloved patrons. I love our patrons. Our patrons do I love things. our patrons, too. We were just having discussions with them earlier today. Yeah, it helped form the show. Mm-hmm. And, and also talked about the new, the new uh, whatever it is, Kickstarter or business backer or whatever it is. Yeah, we're all going to become millionaires together. It's a big Patreon. The mobile tap room or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking like all all the things you kids are talking about today, like like Bitcoin and um, investing in uh, tap rooms and whatnot. But so our Patreon is a way to support the show. Uh, it's not the only way, but it is one of the ways to financially support the show, as we have to pay for hosting and bail money and uh, band aids after money for Jimmy. Yeah, ransom money for Jimmy, band-aids for after we cut the ropes off of his arms and feet. Um, which it has nothing to do with the ransom. We just he just likes tying himself up. Um yeah. but anyway, it, we do that. Um and it's five dollars, you get a chance and we don't we don't just take your money and run. You get a chance right, to the last kidnappers brought him back and they were like, It was so weird, he wanted us to tie him up. He wouldn't let it go. He even had his <laughs> own rope. And we're like, We're we're not that kind of kidnapper. He's like, Could you be? <laughs> I'll be good. Or do you want me to be naughty? <laughs> yeah, we yeah and they were so uncomfortable. They brought him back. It was like weird. 
Uh, anyway, you get a chance to be in our Discord chat where you get to meet all these very nice people that, that we chat with and, and talk to us and introduce us to new stuff. Uh, we get a, You get a chance to get a special episode, which we never really talk about here, but we ever, we uh, do we do do i said doo you said doo another episode each month that's for the patrons only and it's like more of a personal kind of uh, ask questions more conversational um type episode it's very fun and sometimes it piggybacks on some of the episodes we have uh i have a really good question for this time i'm looking mm. forward to that which we'll probably have to record that in the next couple of days or next couple of weeks yeah. um so we got that. Uh, we also, you get early access to the top five list where you can actually answer the top five list. Um, for your birthday, we'll get to make a custom top five list about you. So you get a full birthday oh, list. And there are higher levels as well where you get all sorts of fun stuff. Like uh, you get a chance to, to uh, do one of your own shows where you get to kind of tell us what to do. And uh, what else do they get? They get the notes every week as they're being built and written. And you get to see mm-hmm. all the embarrassing stuff that we put in there that, you know, that we, that we don't actually say on the air. So that could be good. Uh, so yeah, check us out. Patreon.com slash give me five podcast. And thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you in advance for all of our new patrons. Yes. Okay. Now Rob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now so, do your movie. So when I was watching resident alien, which we'll talk about later in this episode, I saw, I saw an advertisement or a trailer for a new movie. And I'm like, when the hell did that come out? And they were like, and it came out just this month. So it came out March 12th of 2021. And it's a sci-fi movie starring Bruce Willis and Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo of, uh, he's what? Uh, he's in the Avengers. He's uh, mm-hmm. ta- not Taskmaster, Crossbones. I always get Taskmaster and Crossbones mixed up, but yeah, he's Crossbones. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Bruce Willis, uh, he's in that lovely Christmas picture, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. It was a marvelous <laughs> Christmas picture. Very, very heartfelt and meaningful. I had a waiter hit on me once and said I looked like Bruce Willis. It was good. That was, that was my claim to fame, actually, when I met my wife. Before there she actually met me, she was like, well, what do you look like? I said, well, a waiter told me I looked like Bruce Willis. And then like, she met you and she was like, <laughs> like yeah, that's no. exactly how it happened. She still does that. And we've been you know, no. together for over 10 years. <laughs> so it was directed by Edward Drake. And like I said, it stars Bruce Willis and Frank Grillo and a, a bunch of other people. I mean, honestly, it's <laughs> inconsequential. Um, the synopsis is in the year 2524, four centuries after humans started colonizing the outer planets. Retired General James Ford gets called back into service after a hostile alien fleet attacks soldiers on a remote planet. The threat against mankind soon escalates into an interstellar war as Ford and a team of elite soldiers try to stop the imminent attack before it's too late. That sounds like just the way I I used to play with my toys. Like that story right there. Now, this movie is... Is essentially, I mean, I'll say that the trailer looked cool, and and I was going to tell you to watch the trailer before we uh, before we recorded because I wanted to see what you thought about the trailer. And in fact, while I'm talking, maybe you should just watch the trailer. Um, but the trailer looked cool. It was sci-fi space action with Bruce Willis and Frank Grillo. I mean, sign me up, right? Unfortunately, it it didn't really live up to the expectations, and it's weird because I mean, like, how can you mess up? Aliens meets the thing meets Armageddon. 
because that's essentially what this movie was. It had aspects from all three movies. And I'm like, how do you, well, you know what? Watch this movie for a master course and how to mess that up. Because I mean, honestly, the, the movie's not horrible. I mean, it's got great special effects for the most part. And the acting wasn't, like cringeworthy it well i mean some of them were I, some of the other ones were not fantastic but i mean the special effects are decent it was a big budget sci-fi i mean it looks like it was a big budget sci-fi i mean it doesn't look like they they skimped on a whole lot i mean some of the costuming their their like space suits didn't look like they really fit all that well but i i kind of felt like the movie just really relied way too heavily on action to progress the story, which to me is kind of weird because I mean, my, in my view of movies, action doesn't really progress story. Action is more the result of story. Right. So, so it was, I mean, there was just, I, I don't know. I just felt like it was, I mean, I know a lot of people don't really like exposition, but the, the I, I really don't feel like they set it up very well. They didn't explain what was going on very well. Um, it it was just it was just heavy handed with the action, and I mean, like the action sequences were cool, but it's that's not enough to really carry a movie for me. Hmm. I am watching the trailer, that's why I'm quiet. That's fine. Told, that's fine. As you told me to. Um, so, so far. I like the little smiley face bartender guy. Mm-hmm. He uh, was in the movie for all of like 30 seconds, by the way, at the end. Yeah. And I like uh, at least the close up of Bruce Willis in his orange spacesuit thing looks kind of mm-hmm. cool. I was like, uh, I like my sci fi uh, aged with like yeah. scratched, scratched paint. And well, and, and the armor kind of looked like like Halo, but not not quite as um, BMX. No, like not the... quite as complete because no. they had chest plates and they had crotch plates, but they really like had nothing covering their midsections. I'm like, that's like the squishiest part. Hey, why would you not cover that? <laughs> so, yeah, it was weird. These bits um, are soft for a reason. Don't put anything yeah. heavy on them. I mean... I mean, just ultimately, it was it was kind of forgettable. I mean, this is one of those movies that I'll go back that I'll be like, oh, have I seen that? You know, in like three years from now, I'll be like, oh, look at this. Oh, oh, yeah, I saw this. This is not that great. I mean, maybe if it becomes free on Amazon Prime, I'd say go ahead and check it out. If you know, there's a delousing scene I just saw. Yep, that wasn't very good delousing either. I I do Um, like a good delousing scene. But just letting you know what I'm seeing in the trailer. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it, it's 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 like I said. It was it was weird because I mean they had all the components. It was just like they didn't assemble them right. So it's like some of those Lego sets where my son has lost the instructions, and I just look at like one picture from the internet and try to mm-hmm. build it, and I yep. realize that like if I build the front without building the back, it's just going to collapse. Yep. I, I did see Bruce Willis with a giant light-up gun. Is that yeah? That was a rocket a, launcher, by the way. Oh, see, I like. I'm I'm into that. He blew up an alien with a rocket launcher, and it was pretty cool. But ultimately, I mean, just the movie was just kind of forgettable. I mean, I wasn't. 
Yeah, I wasn't thrilled. I mean, I paid six ninety nine to watch it, and I kind of regret it. The uh, here's a fun fact: the there's a a company called Red Giant that makes lens flares and other such products mm-hmm. for for graphics. And the lens flares that you see going across the screen for the trailer mm-hmm. when they those are all default lens flares. That's basically one click. Nice. Yeah, that's there's your nerd moment for the day. Okay, back to the trailer. Sorry. Yeah, I, I just. Or are you uh, are you done with the movie? So I'm pretty, you, you pretty can't much. even I you talked about the movie for a minute and seventeen seconds before I could well, even finish the trailer, and I think that's about it. That's 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 about it for the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean they had they had aspects that were good. well. I mean I, I was going to say aspects that were good ideas, but they were aspects that were used in other movies. I mean they had the uh, alien possession thing, which was part of the thing. They had the just the overall look of like the aliens, the start slash starship troopers. Well, they, I mean, they didn't really fight bugs. So I wouldn't really consider that. I mean, it was humans fighting humans that were possessed basically. Um, and just, yeah, I don't know. It, it just, it just felt hollow. Yeah. That's a shame. I wish there was uh more quality sci-fi out there that. Yeah. Like there's, I mean, there's obviously the expanse and some things now, on TV. But. Now I will say some of the story that they did provide was that um, Bruce Willis's character, uh, General Ford, was actually uh, dishonorably discharged from the army, and um, because he was the general that was responsible for the single biggest um, massacre or whatever, uh, they have this weapon called the Q bomb, and it's like the focus of the of the of the movie. And the Q bomb is basically an extinction level, an extinction level weapon. It creates a black hole, and yep. he actually dropped the Q bomb on a colony that was rebelling, and basically eliminated them. And that's actually where the name of the movie comes from. Cosmic sin is the act of complete genocide. It's a sin <laughs> against the cosmos. Completely wiping a species off, you know, out of existence is considered the cosmic sin, which is where the name of the movie came from. But the story of him dealing with the rebels sounds like a much more compelling story than the one that we actually got. And I really want to see the movie. I want to see the movie where he actually drops the Q bomb on the rebels. Before, and, yeah, <laughs> right. And all and all of this, all of this taking place, you know, you don't actually see the Q bomb. Yeah, I mean, you see them launch it, you see them close, you know, I mean, I'm giving spoilers away at this point now, but you see them launch it, you see them close the gate behind the behind the weapon, and then you see the weapon kind of approach the planet, but that's where the movie ends. And I'm like, give me the explosion, you bitches, I want to see that. Yeah, right? <laughs> I sat through this whole movie, give me that explosion. Yeah, no, they didn't, they didn't give us the explosion. I wanted yeah. to see the black hole, that would have been awesome. Gotcha. That might have added some points to the movie, but alas. Fail. Ultimately, it was forgettable. Well, I'm going to change direction completely here. Change direction. And now for something completely different. Yes. So as I said before, Rob and I, not the target market for Billie Eilish. No, not so much. Even close. Um, In fact... I became so here's here's the, the so there is a movie that came out world's a little blurry world's a little blurry it's on apple uh, movies and in some theaters 
uh, came out February 26th, uh, directed by R.J. Cutler. It's a documentary, so it stars Billie Eilish, Phineas, her parents, Justin Bieber, a bunch of other people. Now, the reason I watched this was, one, I just, I'm big into music documentaries. Um, you know, I'm going to watch the Taylor Swift one. I'm going to watch uh, the giant 20-episode country one at some point when I get a chance. Even though I don't care about Taylor Swift, and I'm not a really big fan of modern country. Uh, but I like to know the history behind things and I like to learn new stuff. And if I only watched things for me that I liked already, then I wouldn't find other gems, you know, other things that I might not have found. So because of, um, Billie Eilish, uh, winning a ton of Grammys the other day and she won them last year too, I was like, ah, you know what? What do people see in her? And this documentary had a couple people say, I don't like her music. Actually, uh, Justin Connors, who was on the on our podcast about what, three, four months ago, um, he he was the one that was like, it's a really good documentary if you're even if you don't like the music. I'm like, okay. He's a filmmaker, I'll I'll trust him. And it was good. Uh just so you know, the synopsis, taking a deeply personal look at the extraordinary teenager, Billie Eilish, and following her journey on the road, on stage, and at home with her family as the writing and recording of her debut album changes her life. Uh, my initial thought was, who is this green person that keeps on winning Grammys? Because she's known for having neon green hair, like half neon green and half black hair. So that was my initial thought. Uh, I, When her album first came out, I remember seeing some one of those articles like, this is two years ago, you know, this album's coming out tomorrow. It's already sold more copies than anything else in a long time. Is it going to change the way the music industry does business? You see those articles all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then like that same week, there was also a bunch of Adobe commercials that dropped. And my YouTube is pretty much all uh, watching like graphic design tutorials and uh, uh, vintage eighties workout guys just greased up and lifting heavy things. That's what I do. But anyway, so when I'm watching these tutorials, they had all these commercials coming up and it was all like Billie Eilish stuff. And I was like, oh, and she was doing commercials for Adobe. I'm like, that's cool. You know, this this person who's going to be a big star is talking about the software that I teach to a group of people that might end up becoming my students. That's a good tie-in, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, life goes on. I've tried. I've the next time I actually even thought about her was when they announced Halloween Horror Nights, and there was supposed to be a house based on her album. Hmm. And because a lot of, I was like, okay, cool. So there's this pop star that does scary crap. Cool. Still never gotten into the music beyond popular, but never got into it. So this documentary, uh, I would have to have to say it's very good. You don't have to be a crazy fan of this like teenage star. I think she was started off 17 and she turns 18 over the course of the documentary. Um, she's of course won a ton of awards and the songs are probably not going to be for anyone that listens to us. But mm. when we just talked about the Britney Spears one out documentary a couple weeks ago, it's interesting seeing, you know, that was the post fame thing. This is the, seeing fame start off Mm -hmm. and she actually she's really navigating it well i think because she still lives in her family house her mom and dad um her mom is actually a voiceover actress in some of the final fantasy games oh really um like for 
for one of the for the Final Fantasy games and the Mass Effect games. I think she has a main character role in Mass Effect, but she does a lot of background female voices in Final Fantasy. Nice. Um, as well as she's acted in some stuff as well. Uh, anyway, I'd love to be a voiceover actor for like video games and shit. That'd be fun. That'd be awesome. Say, ah, <laughs> can I get paid to do it? That'd be even better. Yeah. So it's, it's very interesting seeing her go from, you know, these little videos of her just kind of singing around the house and her working on, I mean, she worked on her album and wrote the entire first album in her bedroom and mixed it in their living room. And it was just her and her brother. And the second album was probably about the same. I'm not sure much about that one. So it was really cool that, and her brother, like, you know, she, she'll do something. She's like, Oh, I suck. I'm terrible. I'm the worst. This is before she was, you know, famous. And her brother's like, no, you're fine. Just sing the song. The song is good. Stop. <laughs> like her brother kind of grounds her. And I really like him. I also mm-hmm. really, and I, the, my favorite, there was a couple kind of cool parts. There was a part where she got the Grammy nominations for the, the two years ago Grammys and her mom, like her mom goes into her childhood room and the do- the girl's sleeping. Billy is sleeping. And her mom's like, honey, you, you want to hear the nomination? She's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, and she's like, yeah, you got album of the year nomination. You got song of the year. You got this, whatever. And she's like, and Phineas, her brother got uh, best producer. And she like jumps up. She's like, he got it. Oh my God. That's awesome. Like she could care less about the awards for herself. But as soon as her brother, she's like, he was really nervous about that. I'm so happy for him. Like, nice. that's cool. That made me happy. Um, the, the other kind of neat thing that I thought, and like, it's, it's funny. Cause you watch these things. This chick is 17 and she was doing something that I'm like, man, I got to do that with my class where she's, she's uh, about to do one of her first videos and she's, and I think I've seen this video actually up on the screens, that big screen that's, um, on the top of that was an information booth or a soda stand at city walk, like right at the end where it branches off. Okay. There's like the, that's you know what I'm talking about the circular screen there. The the Coke stand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw this video here where she's like sitting at she's like sitting at a chair at a table, everything's all white, and she drinks this like black liquid and it starts like pouring out of her face and her eyes as the camera kind of slowly pans in. And she like filmed that video in her backyard to show the director what she's interested in. She's like, This is what I want it to look like. And she had her mom sitting at like a little kid's table, like sitting on a chair, and she's like holding her phone and she's like I want the, the leg of the chair to be kind of center of the screen. I want the cam- I don't want to do any crazy moves. I just want to slowly pan in. And she's like talking about all this stuff. And then they show the video. I'm like, she like, and her mom's funny because her mom's like, you know, they hired a director for this, right? And she's like, yeah, but directors go too, too nuts and do all this crazy stuff. I just want it to be simple. And like for a 17-year-old to know that and be right is impressive. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't care. I mean, the music, I'll never, I'll never turn that on. I'm not going to turn it off. It just comes on the radio, but, but the fact that she's something you're going to seek out. Yeah. But knowing that she is that in key with like what she wants as an artist, I was like, I was like, damn, that's cool. And that made me like, that made me super impressed. And it's something that I'm actually like considering, like, you know, making my students do like, don't just draw me what you want to do. I want a video of you explaining what's going to happen. Just because, and it just seems like a cool, a better way of doing that, especially now that I'm like not anywhere near them. Right. So either way, it's I think it's a good documentary if you're interested in that kind of stuff. If you're interesting in in the way the music industry works, and you want to see like the behind the scenes stuff. Um, having been backstage a lot at concerts, 
Uh, I used to hook up with all the eighties guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> now from, from my, my, my radio days, I used to be backstage a lot doing stuff and it was, you know, Blowing guys. Well, yeah. I mean, I was getting paid. <laughs> That's how you got backstage. Yeah. Uh, seeing these people that could, were like, you know, seeing a certain musician who's gone now coming off of a heroin high about to go on stage and going from like, he can barely walk up to the stage to as soon as the lights kick on him running around like a crazy person is impressive. And seeing her barely able to walk because she has, she tore her growth plate in her hip when she was a kid. Mm -hmm. She has like debilitating like shin splints and ankle injuries and stuff. And seeing her unable to walk and then getting up on stage and like trying to jump around as much as she can. And then as soon as she, the, Show, show is over. She's like, I can't walk. It's kind of impressive. So, mm-hmm. if you want to see that, uh, it was called uh, "World Is a Little Blurry," and uh, the world's a little blurry. It's on Apple, and I, I suggest it. It's good. It's interesting. Awesome. Yeah. So, the next one, the last one, we. Uh, I have been enjoying the shit out of this show. So let, let me. I had planned on doing this three or four weeks ago and I was going to explain the show to you guys and then be like, okay, Rob, would you be interested in this show? Oh yeah. It also stars uh, uh, a guy whose name Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Yes. It also stars Alan Tudyk and be like, and watch as you just throw it on your headphones and walk away to go watch it. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> so I started watching it and then we ended up having a guest on the show. And so we didn't get to cover it. And then we had a, a huge week with like three things. So like, I've been bouncing this show forward. Like I was going to cover it week, like episode two or three. So, uh, go ahead, Rob. Tell them about resident I, alien. I am four episodes, uh, four episodes or five episodes. in at this point, um, but this was released on January 27th of 2021. It's on the sci-fi channel. It's currently being released weekly. Uh, do you know what day it actually airs, Greg? Because I watch uh, it on demand, so I don't know what day it actually comes I on. think it's tonight. I think it's Wednesdays. Okay. So, and it stars Alan Tudyk. And that's really all you need to know. Because it's got other people in it. Uh, Sarah Tomko uh, uh, plays the assistant in the medical clinic, Asta 12 Trees. Uh, Corey Reynolds, uh, Alice Wetterland, Levi Filer, Judah Prane, Prane, Prane. He's the kid. Yeah. Judah Prane. And basically the synopsis is, is it follows a crash landed alien named Harry who takes on the identity of a small town Colorado. Well, no, he takes on the identity of a visiting doctor um, who ends up staying because he doesn't, you know, know to go back. And begins to wrestle with the moral dilemma of his secret mission on Earth. Uh, so this show, you see uh, Tudyk's name on there. And you know him. From, I know him from Firefly, obviously. As do and, I. And Tucker and Dale. And, and, and pretty Tucker much every, and Dale evil. everything he is in is great. I would say if he's, he's also like, the voice of K2SO. Yep. And, he's the, and we just talked last week, the voice of Tuck Tuck. Yeah, uh, he's, he's just, done a lot of voiceover work too, and he's done a, a couple of things for for Star Wars, I believe, hadn't he? Probably. And he's just he's one of those genre actors that if you're into sci-fi stuff, you know him and you like him. And I don't know if he's widely 
crazy famous. Oh, he was in, uh, wasn't he in uh, Dollhouse as well? I want to say yes. I think he was the big bad, like, for a little while. Either way, he's just great. Like, everything he's in is good. He he plays it well. He has a certain... Delivery. Act. He has a certain delivery and a certain just attitude towards things where he's just... If he's in something, I'm going to see it. Yeah. Especially if it's... Especially if he's at the lead. Like, it's going to happen. Uh, so... Oh, he was also in A Knight's Tale. That's one of the first places I saw him. Oh. As who? He was the crazy redhead squire. <laughs> Okay, I haven't seen that movie in forever. He was Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. Yes, that's actually the first place I remember seeing him. Because when I saw him in that, it, he made me laugh. And someone's like, oh, you should see Firefly. <laughs> yeah, he's... He, wow, he's been in a lot. He was in Moana. He was in Wreck-It Ralph. He was in iRobot. Of Is course... It? Of course, Serenity, because he was uh, Wash. Uh, well, Wreck-It Ralph, Patrol. He's, he's the villain in Wreck-It Ralph. Okay, yep. He was in Ryan the Last Dragon as Tuck Tuck. He was in Deadpool 2. He was in Zootopia. Nice. Yes, he's, he's he done a lot work. of Disney stuff. Yep. 28 Days, he was in Big Hero 6. Okay, okay, stop. <laughs> we can, this is not the Alan Tudyk website or podcast yet. It will be, eventually. It it should be. Yeah, so anyway... um. So I started watching this thinking it was going to have a little uh, more of a comedic edge like Paul, the alien show, or maybe even there's like the the series of shows like Psych and like that era of shows where things were Mm -hmm. like dark but funny. Yeah. Then this show starts and I'm like, and of course he ends up like crash landing, going to this doctor's house that's supposed to visit or just visiting and kills him. Yep. I was like, Oh, this is dark. And then a f- soon there soon thereafter this kid sees him and sees him as an actual alien cuz he like kills the guy. He's got the genetic mutation or whatever. Yeah, he kills the guy and he ends up going from looking like a big alien, like Mars attack style but taller. And he he, did, he manipulates his molecules to make him look like the guy he just killed. Yes. So it goes from really dark, he manipulates his molecules, and then he has to figure out how to work a human body, which is incredible, which is incredible physical comedy. Like, had to be so hard, because it's, like, flawless. I was and, laughing my ass off when he was trying to brush his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it does that, and then you're, like, watching, and you're like, okay, so it's funny again. And he sees the kid, and he like, he's, realizes that this kid can see what he looks like. He's like, crap, well, like, now I have to kill this kid. And you're like, oh, this got dark again, because <laughs> he tries. But it's it's so matter-of-fact, just, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> um, and then he gets introduced to whiskey, and, I mean, just everything about the show is, it's just really well done, as he's, like, experiencing human culture. And ultimately, I mean, you find out that he's there to wipe out the species. He's there. He's there to wipe the earth clean of all human of all humans. Um, but he's lost and, his mega weapon. Right. He's lost his mega weapon and he's searching for it. But as as the, the season has gone on, it kind of feels like he's becoming more human in the aspect that he's taken on this this human form to blend in. 
but the human form seems to be affecting him a little bit. So it's not really agreeing with his alien physiology and it's introducing him to feelings and things that he's never experienced before. And it's just encountering all of this that is just absolutely hilarious. Mm -hmm. I love that part. I also love the fact that he like immediately inserts himself into this guy's life, but he has no idea anything about this guy. So not only is he learning. I was a scientist on my world. I can be a doctor in five minutes. All I need is the internet. (laughs) <laughs> like you know, there's that but like so he's trying to learn the ways of the world but also like people are popping up like hey i'm your wife or i'm this or i'm that and you're like and he has to like navigate that aspect of it too so it's yeah um clung, it's clung. <laughs> there's the the interaction learned to speak english from law and order yeah <laughs> i love that whole aspect is fun there's a sequence you have not seen yet where it's like a, a montage sequence that I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. Oh my god. There there were a couple of there were a couple of parts in this last episode that really I, I laughed for like 30 seconds after each one. I, loudly. Like Jen was like, What are you doing? <laughs> this is hilarious. What? Yeah, it's it it's really funny. Uh this uh, just the setting is great. There's all these shows that used to come out, like that. Ala- there's like that Alaska show and Twin Peaks and all that. that have these like beautiful mountain winter settings, and this show kind of falls in there. It's just not as dark. Like it, I said, it's very dark, but it's more of like a humorous dark. Um, when we talked about dark comedies two weeks ago. This yeah, is a this, good. Dark, this is a good. This dark is the dark comedy. Yeah. Um, it's got you know Native American stories in it. It's got. It's got fun doctor stuff. It's, you know, if you like... <laughs> <laughs> it was just... doctor humor. <laughs> he, he was looking up the information on a little boy because he was going to take a ward off of him. And they switched the order on him. So he was unprepared for the patient that he came in. And it ended up being a pelvic exam on a female. And so... <laughs> He's he's under the drapes trying to Google how to do a pelvic exam and his camera goes off. <laughs> and she's like, Did did you just take a picture? <laughs> and he's like, it was a selfie. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, okay. I was like, what? Yeah. Oh my god. There, there's a murder that, mystery in this if you like murder. Like yeah. it really has something for everything. There's a murder mystery and I care about every one of these storylines, which I think is interesting. It's really it's such a good show. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I highly suggest it. Um, you know, it's uh, if you like dark comedies, if you like alien stories, if you like mysteries, if you like any of these things, if you like fish out of water stories, you know people that's, like that that's the best description for this is the fish yeah. out of water story. It's uh you know, it's great. It's uh it's called Resident Alien. It's on sci fi with pretty sure Wednesday nights. Um I was gonna look that up, but I forgot. Um let's uh let's see. That's a this is also good radio. Yeah. I definitely recommend checking this out. I like I said, I'm only five episodes in, and when we finish here, I'm probably gonna go downstairs and watch another episode because this is hilarious. Resident Alien Air Ninja. No, Night. Air Night. 
Um, the last episode, he was just talking about ninjas and whatnot. It was funny. Yeah, it's on Wednesdays. Okay. And uh, watch it, and then tell people that you're watching it and get them to watch it, because I need more serious seasons of this. I want to see where they're going with it, because if the end game is him blowing up the world and killing everybody, they can't really hold that over our head for too long. So we're going to have to see how they how they change the show and evolve. Oh, I don't think he is. I think he's becoming more human and he's going to become attached. He's already learning that he he's liking some of these interpersonal relationships. Yeah. It, the the show does move fast, which I like. Mm-hmm. So like they're not he's searching for stuff and you don't have to wait till the end of the whole show for him to find it. So anyway, that was Resident Alien and I think that was our show. That is, in fact, our show. So, uh, next week, Monday, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, it's a little bit late, but Rob has decided to make us watch Leprechaun, which is not a bad thing. No, starring Warwick Davis, released in 1993. I've never seen the original Leprechaun. I I believe my first Leprechaun movie was Leprechaun in the Hood. Mm. Hmm. I think this one was probably better. No, definitely. Uh, I'm pretty sure the leprechaun in the hood had a, a leprechaun getting stoned with Snoop Dogg. Should have gotten yeah. stoned with that guy from our Florida store. Yeah, because he's got the good gummies. Yep. Anyway, and of guys. course, we'll address our give me five question of the week. Uh-huh. And if you want early access to the question of the week, or if you want to participate in the question of the week, all you've got to do is join our, patron, our Patreon. Mm-hmm. And then you get access to our Discord, which is where we discuss all of this. Yes. So, and if you want to help our show, but not throw money at us, uh, you can like our show on wherever you happen to listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to, subscribe to us, and you can give us reviews. So all of those things are helpful to us. They push us up the charts. And um, by the way, guys, if you want to hear a really good, uh, about 15, 20-minute interview uh, with the director and writer of uh, PG Psycho Gorman. Jimmy did one of those. It'll be one episode up, I believe, behind this episode. It's just a, a good little interview with a with a real-life director. Uh, and it's not just your typical interview because most of the time they're just talking about video stores and snacks. So nice. I highly suggest that. I enjoyed it. I listened to it just the other day while working. Uh, you can check us out on Gibby5podcast.com to learn more about books and other such things and find episodes you can check out our facebook page just search the give me five podcast of course every time you write five write it out f-i-v-e you lazy pieces of shit oh did i just call our listeners lazy pieces of shit i i believe you did you piece of shit (sighs) sorry uh what i meant to say is you good looking intelligent people spill out five f-i-v-e uh or you can check us out give me five pod twitter and instagram thank you for all of this stuff that you are doing to support the show and uh thanks for listening good morning good afternoon and i'm the leprechaun (laughs) stop it why do you do that
now I can't get back to the page. I didn't say that. Shh. Oh, really? This is wonderful radio here. Yeah. I always love when we go to a website and then we try to go back to it and it's like, you have reached your your click uh, limit. So Rob is frantically clicking. He has turned the link pink. Somehow. I got it. I got it. It's loading up. All right. 